welcome to the lounge of the white worm here at the empire club we have uh special drinks and uh special uh snacks as you wander your way through this hellhole by bram stoker i don't know uh oh, no, you've you got four useful horses boy do i have a place for you <laughs> <laughs> be sure and stop by the coat chat room to also spit on the corpse of bram stoker <laughs> Remember, it, he has a vampire it, it, hole. Is it spitting on his corpse if he wrote it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> aim, aim deliberately for the vampire hole. Uh, so welcome uh, to Undercooked Analysis, everybody. We're on part two of Lair of the White Worm, the uh, novel by Bram Stoker uh, that is considered one of the worst uh, pieces of fiction, uh, classic literature written. Uh, that remains to be seen if that's actually true. But so far, we're having a great time and also cringing inwardly. I'm sure um this is all kayla's idea so kayla is here hello uh let me let me give you a quote from uh from dracula um dracula quoted this book he's <laughs> <laughs> like Bram, Bram, what the fuck this book sucks bleh. <laughs> can you hear them you. children of the night cringing <laughs> his own character came out again. uh oh the trouble sh- oh sorry Oh. oh, I'm saying this while the buzz. Oh, the terrible struggle that I have had against sleep so often of late, the pain of sleeplessness or the pain of the fear of sleep, and with such unknown horror as it has for me. How blessed are some people whose lives have no fears, no dreads, to whom sleep is a blessing that comes nightly and brings nothing but sweet dreams. This is from Dracula, same author. Oh, this is uh, same let me, ass, let me, this same that's, guy. I'll that's not over. bad. That's not bad, but let me follow it up with a quote from this book. Okay. Yes. Um, yes, please. Let me let me let me find I'm it real quick about. here. Um, um, I like boats and horses. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not be involved in a uh, a sexual relationship with my great uncle. Now, as you are uncle and nephew, it is appropriate to address you as uncle and nephew. <laughs> Bram, Bram Stoker's favorite person was either his uncle or his nephew while being the uncle or the nephew it yes. is unclear <laughs> we will so, never know last we left our quote unquote whichever it heroes. was he wanted to dick him down hard <laughs> oh god so yeah, do we, upon... do we need... well let's let's get let's just say the gang's all here i'm here kayla's here alan's here Sadie's right. here. Uh, it's okay i forget my name too sometimes <laughs> no i was just trying to give you room to talk uh Priga's here i'm here and abysme's here hi i'm drunk yeah actually uh we made um, drinks and i'm catching uh, up yeah we actually made drinks and then uh came up with a snack for this yeah as we promised last time each each edition of the layer of the white worm read is going to include uh cocktails inspired by the previous chapters uh or mixed drinks or foods so we have three to present for you today um who would like to go first let's do the food first Oh, we named it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically just tea sandwiches, yeah. Yeah, we decided to do uh, just a classic old like tea sandwich, specifically a salmon cucumber tea sandwich. It's got this mm. little cream cheese spread in it, and um, I made them. I took a couple pictures of them, uh, and I put maybe too much salt in my cream cheese because I did not consider how salty the smoked salmon would be, but it was still oh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think we called it the Empire Club um, tea sandwiches. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yes. And then for like, so for the, I do have a little recipe instruction thing for the sandwiches. And then we're going to have recipes for the drinks that will be on the Creative Horror Twitter. 
later when this episode goes out. Absolutely. So now, let's listen to this. By the time we get through this saga, we'll have our own little cookbook. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. We'll have, it's going to be Lair of the White Worm. You can just drink your way and eat your way through Lair of the White Worm. The Kitchen of the White Worm. I'm, I'm going to, I'll just say. <laughs> the consumption of the white worm. I'll just say what our drink is because it's just lazy. Uh, uh, it's a, it's basically a Moscow mule, but without the lime and we're calling it a donkey engine. It's simple. <laughs> it's effective. It gets the job done. It's plus, in, and uh, plus we made it with Bundaberg ginger beer. Uh, it's basically New Amsterdam vodka and Bundaberg ginger beer and Bundaberg being an Australian brand of ginger beer. I thought that was fitting for um from australia came from australia to europe to europe for with new amsterdam not in england but whatever the fuck and our second cocktail um I'm there's gonna, more than one cocktail there's oh. more than one cocktail I'm ours gonna, is unofficial so i'm gonna well we donkey engine's legit that could be mm. no i i think, I think that works it's just um, a moscow mule without the lime this uh the this third cocktail you basically came up with what all was going to be in it and i just kind of figured out the construction of it well that's what i wanted to say um i i think i came up with the premise but alan with his mixology uh kind of fine-tuned it so i'll let you uh, list the ingredients I've, i've become something of a hobbyist bartender lately hell yeah um, I wanted to invent the most English drink I could think of. So we have <laughs> gin, which is incredibly, incredibly English. Uh, any English or British gin you can think of. Yeah. London, you, if you, you can get it. You want to go London Dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beefeater, Tanqueray. Which we were both trying to get Beefeater, but we both settled on Tanqueray because uh, just they didn't My, my liquor store was all out of like a reasonable size of Beefeater. And mm-hmm. it was just like a freaking like a gallon jug of beef eater. <laughs> I'm like, you guys got the London liquor. Well, this, yeah. this cocktail is very right. much inspired by my time in the UK. So I wanted to have it reflect that, but go ahead and list off the ingredients, Alan. Uh, we, the London dry gin. We both went with Tanqueray on this. Um, we also kind of, uh, I did kind of a variant on what you did. Mm-hmm. Cause um, the, the second ingredient is elderflower liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted that one to be light because I wanted this to still, in essence, be a gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, and you shake that over ice. Typically, when you pour a gin and tonic, you pour it over ice. Um, you, we str- you strain out all the ice for this one. Uh, there's cucumber in the glass. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you've strained it out, you top it off with, you topped it off with tonic water. And I went with, uh, I actually purchased a tonic syrup that you mix an ounce of that and uh, top out the rest off with seltzer. And I'm never getting regular tonic water ever again. <laughs> well, my tonic water is technically flavored um, elderflower tonic water. Ah. But one thing I did realize as we were making this, two things. Number one, the idea of having cucumbers in a gin and tonic, uh, I learned from my incredibly, incredibly posh British friend. So uh, I have uh, him to thank for that. And really adding cucumber instead of lime to cocktails, everyone go try that. It's kind of fantastic. Um, The other thing is uh, I found that like if tonic water is too sweet for you, because quinine sometimes can be, it needs seltzer. Like even like LaCroix is actually really, really good in this. And finally, um, you can get cucumber flavored LaCroix, can't you? Mm, it's like cucumber mojito it's not technically just cucumber but yes you could do that that's a good idea um but for the rosemary i initially wanted to do parsley sage rosemary and thyme 
<laughs> and call it the Scarborough <laughs> Fair, but we called it the Castro Regis because that is the uh, the place that they're going. But I also thought that all four of those would like just kind of make you throw up if you're not careful. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I settled on rosemary. Yeah, and and uh, just the rosemary as a garnish, uh, it it gets in there. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, and the, it mixes well with the gin. It's all this is a very very floral drink, so it's mm-hmm. not overly sweet. Mm. But yeah, it's thoroughly drinkable. Mm-hmm. I've had well, I, well, two singles and a double so far tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm halfway through a double right now. So. Wow. So now that we're liquored up, um, are we ready to dive into this mess and try to figure out what oh. our next drinks are going to be? <laughs> it's yeah. Hard. All right. So to briefly recap, uh, we our main character is. We I'm don't have to briefly sure. recap. Nothing happened. Uh, that's true i think i think i covered it pretty well with boats and horses that's yeah it. pretty much boats and horses uh go listen to the previous episode some people think that this one family is the devil i guess i don't sure. really or they're possessed by the devil or something maybe, maybe made some kind of deal with the devil because they're they have a certain character in their racial physiology or whatever the point is trust all gossip about your neighbors (laughs) as i have stated before and i'll state again this is literally just a bunch of people who are gossiping about their neighbors and want to like ogle them when they come back to reclaim their family estate it's just rich people being shitty so far yeah uh keep in mind the man who came from australia adam salton owned a thousand horses before he came here and anyway, he's, and he's just here to maybe hook up with his uncle, his 80 something year old uncle. Who knows? Anyway, well, his character is of particular note because he just agrees to everything no matter what happens. He has no oh. character. He's there as a plot device of, yes, the plot's moving along because he says so and he agrees with what's happening. It's there's no conflict in the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's All very right. strange. Well, I'm with you, fellas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So chapter three is called Diana's Grove. Who is I Diana? She was a worm. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Diana. Uh, what? Cannot quote Coen Brothers to me and not have this derail. <laughs> what is this? What is this order? What's the order? Uh, do we not keep it the same order as last time? My dad thinks the funniest. Who remembers that? Is. Oh, my dad was... thinks the funniest fucking thing on the planet is every single time uh, George Clooney's character wakes up in that and says, Mar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're in a tight spot. What was the fucking one? Uh, I, I, I will yell. Sorry, one more. Last one. Last one. Oh, I no. will yell in Stop. public constantly. I don't want fop. Damn oh, it. God I'm damn a it. dapper damn I'm man. A dapper damn man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you 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 started, Kayla. I remember before that you started it. Sure. Uh, we can just arbitrarily decide who wants to go after that. Curiosity okay, yes. took Adam Salton out of bed in the early morning. Why? He's curious. Who knows? But when he had dressed and gone downstairs, he found that early as he was, Sir Nathaniel was ahead of him. The old gentleman was prepared for a long walk, and they started Word. at once. Oh, shit. Oh, it's time for that walk. He fell, it comes. He fell out of bed and went for a walk. Um, we know why he's curious. <laughs> yeah we know exactly why um sir nathaniel without speaking led the way to the east down the hill when they had descended and risen again <laughs> so they just he literally just beckons for adam to follow him basically and then they just go down a hill okay that's, okay, so that's gonna be this chapter. Walk. 
it's gonna be a long night. Where are we going? East. <laughs> We're what going down the trail East. over there. We're gonna hit the North Sea at some point. Remember when in how in Lord of the Rings they described all the environments they went through? That was still more entertaining than this. Yeah. Uh, when they had descended and risen again, they found themselves on the eastern bank brink of a steep hill. It was of lesser height than the one on which the castle was situated, but it was so placed that it commanded uh, the various hills that crowned the ridge. Uh, all along the ridge, the rock cropped out, bare and bleak, but broke in rough not natural castellation. The form of the ridge was a segment of a circle with the higher point inland to the west. Oh my fucking god. I remember the why center, I hate this. <laughs> in the center rose the castle. Why were the you excited again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. I was telling everyone at Discord, like, guys, I, I am really, that phrase of like, I'm scared but excited at the same time. No, really. Like, I, because this is what happens with this fucking story. Yeah. yeah. There's it, a, but there's a castle. Is this Doom Tower? I'm no. like, no. Was this the damn it? I don't know. I can't remember what castle was the castle. The castle. And all uh, was a capital C. The capital C castle on the highest point of all. Between <laughs> the various rocky ex excrescences. Excrescences? Excrescences. Between the various rocky excrements. A distinct outgrowth on a human or animal body or a plant? What the fuck? Okay, sure. For the various Stoker. rocky shit were groups of trees of various sizes and heights, amongst some of which were what, in the early morning light, looked like ruins. These, whatever they were, were of massive gray stone, probably limestone, rudely cut, if indeed they were not shaped naturally. The fall of the ground was steep all along the ridge, so steep that here and there, both trees and rocks and buildings seemed to overhang the plain far below, through which many ran many streams. This story has the amazing uncanny ability to describe so much about nothing and state <laughs> nothing about so much. Is that a whole paragraph just about rocks? That yeah. was, they went east and found some weird rocks. <laughs> they found rocks. They could be ruins, I don't know. Big Valley. <laughs> they looked, they, okay, this is basically the land before time in a paragraph. They went east and saw a big great valley. But Sharptooth was there and it was scary. Holy shit. I Sir wish Sharptooth would show up. And looked around as though to lose nothing of the effect. The sun had climbed the eastern sky and was making all details clear. He pointed with a sweeping gesture as though calling Adam's attention to the extent of the view. Look at these damn rocks. <laughs> Everything. Look, Adam. Everything <laughs> look, look, that. You see that there? It's called an excrescence. Everything the light touches is of those dirty, weird people that we don't like. <laughs> Having Every, done so, everything the light touches is rocks. And I'm going to tell you about all of them. <laughs> you like limestone, Adam? <laughs> See that one over there? Everyone takes that one for granted. Oh, oh no. no. Stole that one from the Jungle Cruise. Hell yeah! <laughs> Perfect use of it. Having done so, he covered the ground more slowly, as though inviting attention to detail. Every single rock. Look at every single rock. Adam was a willing and attentive pupil, and followed his motions exactly. Missing. How old? How old was Adam again? He's. 27 or something yeah. or uh, old enough to not be angsty no. well okay that his this uncle's is taking him to look at rocks this is this, before this the is internet 
This, so this isn't even his uncle either. This is Sir Nathaniel, his uncle's friend. Uh, oh, this was the cool guy. This is Uncle, this is uncle Cool Guy. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Okay. And they didn't miss shit. That's that's how that ends. Yeah, and, or yeah. trying to miss. He just he's, again, he's wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Like, and he's me. like, "Look at all this." Basically, you think you own whatever land you land on. The oh, earth is just okay. a dead thing. Look at these rocks. I Aren't they neat? Rock and tree and creature. <laughs> I'll go. Don't you say the limestone's complete? <laughs> I've. I have brought you here, Adam, because it seems to me that this is a spot on which to begin our investigation. <laughs> Investigating where? Because this is where we'll begin. We're going to start with categorizing this- these rocks. <laughs> this is where our story actually begins. All of that lead up nothing. Adam, did you know quote, I was a geologist? That quote might as well have been like, well, guess we should get the novel going, huh? <laughs> You you have now in front of you almost the whole of the ancient kingdom of Mercia. 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 Fact, Mercia. Mercia. Yeah. Is that like real? Yeah, that's real. Yeah. They, you, okay. you hear it in Monty Python. And, uh, where did you find those? Oh, yeah. That's them? a great font of truthful facts in <laughs> Monty Python. Okay, okay. okay no. My, my, my history degree has to talk here. Oh, like, shit. This is steeped in actual like early England. Like that—that that is a real place. Mercia In fact, place. we see the whole of it, except. Are you gonna keep uh, going? No, go. Okay, I was joking, but okay. <laughs> In fact, we see the whole of it, except for that furthest part, which is covered by the Welsh marches. And there are a bunch those... of dirty sheep humpers, so we don't talk about them. <laughs> is that is that a fact? No, but that is a very. That is how the English refer to the Welsh. Which is really okay. funny to me. Let us continue Amazing. that tradition. And those parts which are hidden from where we stand by the high ground of the immediate west, we can see theoretically the whole of the eastern bound of the kingdom, which ran south from the Humber to the Wash. Theoretically? <laughs> Well, theoretically, as in we don't have actual demarcations in front oh. of us of where the kingdom is, but okay. if you count these rocks with those rocks and those rocks over there, maybe we can think that's the kingdom of Mercia. Who Mercia knows? was very into rock music. Yeah. Because they were surrounded by rocks. Nothing but rocks. Yeah. Neck. They were into to the hardcore. I want you to bear in mind the trend of the ground. For some time, sooner or later, we shall do well to have it in our mind's eye when we are considering the ancient traditions and superstitions, and are finding to try uh, to f- and are trying to find the rationale of them. Each legend, each superstition which we receive, will help in the understanding of possible elucidation of the others. And as all such have a local basis, we can come closer to the truth or the probability by knowing the local conditions as we go along. It's just an excuse that he can talk about rocks. Yeah. Uh, so will... whatever drink you make next, it has to be on the rock. Mercia on the rocks. <laughs> it has to. Well, okay. We have to get through the second chapter to really decide, but you're yeah, probably yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. That's probably just a suggestion right, right now. It will help us to bring to our aid such geological truth as we may have between us. For instance, the building materials used in various ages can afford their own lessons to understanding eyes. The very heights and shapes 
and materials of these hills. Nay, even the wide plain that lies be between us and the sea have in themselves the materials of enlightening books. Uh -huh. You see, I would be into like the whole geological thing if they didn't just bore the crap out of me. Like <laughs> the problem is walking like, and boats. There's like limestone rocks, carriages. and this is the r possible ruins of the king kingdom of Mercia. Okay, and 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 note that because that's going to be important. Okay, well, like what is is this a house? Is this like a town? Uh, is this an archaeological expedition? No, but. How much you bet? But this limestone. Chapter, this chapter's gonna be so fucking useless. How much you bet? Oh my god! Well, let's okay. find out. Yeah. For instance, sir, <laughs> Adam's like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> for, you just for tell exposition, me? please. For instance, sir, said Adam, venturing a question. Well, let me tell you. Well, look at those hills which surround the main one where the site for the castle was wisely chosen on the highest ground. Take the others. There is something ostensible in each of them, and in all probability, something unseen and unproved, but to be imagined also. What the fuck are you talking about? <sighs> That's it. That's all I'm doing. For instance, <laughs> continued Adam. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did you just tell me? Adam's not getting it either. Fucking yeah. say something. Something <laughs> interesting. Has anyone here seen Withnal and I? No. Uh, yeah. I think I think that only, movie is crazy. It, it, like, weird. I'm getting such strong flashbacks of Withnal and I because it's about two actors from London who go and like have a holiday with one of the actors' uncles who lives in like the country and just the weird shit that happens. And there are so many weird ass parallels. Like, oh my god. Sorry. Continue. I'll tell just you. I'll tell you exactly what this feels like to me. And maybe maybe it's a stretch, but okay. I at my old job there used to be ancient aliens on in the background all the time. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Oh. And no. it's like whenever they'd go to whenever they'd go to some site and would just like talk about like the kinds of rocks that are there. Yeah. This feels like the build up to when they eventually say, and yeah, ancient man couldn't have built this, so it was definitely aliens. Right. <laughs> oh right. my god. Uh. You know what's uh, weird? It just it just feels like all the build up to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I can really I, I can stomach ghost adventures because there's something to be said for the supernatural and how ill defined that is. But ancient aliens just like limestone pyramids. Man couldn't have done that. Really? Yeah. We we, we couldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> really? The fuck. For instance, continued Adam. Let us take them seriatim. Sure, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> which i think i just if my latin is good it just means like now, let's take things in like an order or something oh, okay i thought that was gonna be like us trying to guess what that was the latin term for for, for brown people or rocks well no typically oh! <laughs> oh, damn. but typically if something is italicized it's actual latin that's oh, okay yeah that's the thing to the east where the trees are lower down that was once the location of a roman temple possibly founded on a pre-existing druidical one cool its name implies the former, and the grove of ancient oaks suggests the latter. Okay, that's awesome. Why didn't we start with that? Yeah, there's yeah. Roman ruins down there's there. There's a fucking the Roman. Fuck? And this chapter, by the way, is called Diana's Grove. So, like, finally. Yeah. Please explain. <laughs> God. Adam is literally just there to be the audience surrogate. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. 
Adam's nope. not going to have a character, is he? Yeah, no, he has no, no character. No, no, no. It's oh, all, it's, Jesus! He's literally there to you know be what ad- he's doing? Then he's feigning interest in himself by yeah. saying the reader is interested in what I'm writing. That is so masturbatory. Oh my god! <laughs> he he's just saying the young people should really be into the words of these old men because they know best. Young because people need to hang out with old people in the woods alone at night. Look, Bram, I know you're getting up in age at this point, but damn. The old well, name hang out with me. <laughs> the old name translated means Diana's Grove. It does. Uh, then the next one higher than it, it just but just beyond it is called Mercy. In all probability, a con- eruption of a familiarization of the word Mercia, Mercia with a Roman pun included. We learned from early manuscripts that the place was called Valula, Valula, Misericordia, Misericordia. Thank you, Cordia, Cordia. It was originally a nunnery founded by Queen Bertha, but <laughs> but done away with by King Penda. So why are we talking about the reactionary to paganism after Saint Augustine? Okay, no, you can. Uh, what? Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Continue. Then comes your uncle's place, Lesser Hill. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Damn. Ouch. That sounds like a burn. It that does. Is a burn. The, though it is so close to the castle, it is not connected with it. It is a freehold and so uh, and so far as we know of equal age. It has always belonged to your family. Then there only remains the castle. I'm just gonna imagine Adam as this. Gee, golly, gosh, sir! Gee, villagers. <laughs> I, I did That's... enjoy Paprika's voice that, yeah. that she gave him yeah. last episode. Yeah, that was good. Like Can you do that child. again, please? Can you just repeat that line? <laughs> Who me? Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. Then there only remains the castle. <laughs> yes, there it is. Yes. <laughs> I swear to God. If if I put a reader through all of this before my turn, I'd have to have a pretty good, a pretty eventful fucking turn. Yeah. And this like, is a, and then this energy werewolves showed up story. and sucked our dicks. <laughs> Compared to some, like this is not a chapter book. No, not, like no, it's no. not a novel, right? But it's no. still like whatever. Well, they, I mean, it is a novel, but it is, but it is. Yeah, is it a small one? For back then, like no, this was a novel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, should is it is it on me now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that is all. That is all. But its history contains the histories of all the others. In fact, the whole history of early England. Sir Nathaniel, seeing the expected look on Adam's face, went on. Okay. And, uh, Hold on. Hold on. I have to. I have to look this up. I have to look this up. Oh, Bram Stoker, oh. you absolute <clears throat> fucking poser. Okay. <laughs> you cannot talk about. Um, the history, the early history of England. Sorry, this is my medieval See history. See what I got to deal thing. with all the damn time? I don't. Yeah. I barely talk about this shit. Sorry. For, um, for, for those no, who don't know, no, yeah, uh, Abysme has a master's. I don't let you. Abysme has a master's <laughs> in medieval history. So you cannot talk about the early history of England and not mention Gildas. G-I-L-D-A-S. He, like, is... Guild ass. Guild ass. <laughs> a complete fabricator of most of the shit that happened. But like you cannot talk about all of this stuff without mentioning Gildas. But mentioning St. Augustine? Fuck. Okay, I'm done. Rant over. You're fine. Okay. It's all good. We we got like we got like 
technically four paragraphs and we're done with this chapter. So. Wow. Two of them are massive walls. I know. Um, no. Yes, let me, let me proceed. The history of the castle has no beginning as far as we know. <laughs> The furthest records or surmises or inferences were simply accept, simply accepted as, as existing. Some of these guesses, let us call them, seem to show that there was some sort of structure there when the Romans came. Therefore, it must have been a place of importance in Druid times, if indeed that was the beginning. Naturally, the Romans accepted it as they did everything of that kind that was or might be useful. The change is shown or inferred in the name Castra. It was the highest protected ground and so naturally became the most important of their camps. A study of the map, which will show you that it must have been... I can't do this. No, no, no. I just got way more interested in the story. A study of the map will show you... Yeah, same. That it must have been (laughs) the most important center. It both protected the advances already made to the north and helped to dominate the seacoast. It sheltered the western marches beyond which lay savage whales and danger. Whoa. Goddamn sheep humpers. <laughs> <laughs> it provided a means of getting to the seven, round which Ever. lay the great Roman roads then coming into existence and made possible the great waterway to the heart of England uh, through the seven and its tributaries. It brought the east and west together by the swiftest and easiest ways known to those times. And finally, it provided a means of descent on London and all expense and, and, and all the expanse of country watered by the Thames. I hate, I hate that this story, like every other paragraph, is really like actually informative and interesting, and then it just evolves into nonsense. Because mm-hmm. that was a good paragraph, at least for me. All <laughs> I was, I was. Too I also like Dan the Beast Severn. Yeah, I don't really know what happened. I'm sure there's a lot of important information. This in is that just paragraph. delving into early British history and all that tracks. Romans, Romans awesome. building on the shit that Druids made. Yeah, and then leading to that, leading to the formation. But they of didn't mention Gildas. Well, here's what's fucked up: the Romans <laughs> were like scared as shit of the Druids. They hated being in Britain because they literally thought it was the passage to the underworld because it was so far away from Rome. There's so much you can do with this. And, uh, whatever. So what does any of that have to do with Dan Severn? <laughs> well, he was in London that one time. Oh. Yeah. Who in London did he put in the Beast Lock? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so all of London was in the Beast Lock. Oh, okay. well, yeah. It wouldn't be difficult. Say, can you can, can no. you do this? I'm let you guys know that I am severely sleep deprived. I've not been sleeping well this whole week. Aww. You guys are drunk, uh, and I am incoherent from the lack of sleep. I'm not, not far scary. behind you. Say, so. <laughs> we'll get through the next two chapters, and then we'll we'll call it. With such a center already known and organized, we can easily see that each fresh wave of invasion—the Angles, the Saxons, the Danes, and the Norms, Normans. The Normies. Found it a desirable possession and so endured its upholding. In the earlier centuries, it was merely a vantage ground. But when the victorious Romans brought with them the heavy, solid fortifications impregnable to the weapons of the time, its commanding position alone ensured its adequate building and equipment. Then it was that then it was that the fortified camp of of the Caesars developed into the castle of the king oh my god castle reggies that's what it means uh. <laughs> it means caesar castle 
It means castle of the king, Casa Regis, or camp of the king, but either works. As we are yet ignorant of the names, is that right? As we are, yeah. yeah. Okay. Of the names of the first kings of Mercia, no historian has been able to guess which of them made it to, which one of the made it his ultimate defense. And I suppose we shall never know now. In process of time, as we didn't give up, sir. Yeah, yeah, no, Gildas doesn't exist. You fucking poser. Is this just a fucking European history lesson right now? At this point, yes. And this is is what the young youngins have to learn from the old. So they have to learn their history. This is my fucking third year fucking medieval history classes. This is what this is. Hey, David and Kayla. Hey, David and Kayla. Yeah. You remember in Manos, the Hands of Fate, when <laughs> oh no, when Torgo is like trying to stand up and it's taking a really long time? <laughs> Do something! God! God! Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm only halfway through this game. Yeah, you but I suppose we shall never know it now. You got this. You got this. We, we believe in In the it. process of time, as arts. As the arts of war developed, it increased in size and strength. And although recorded details are lacking, the history is written not merely in stone, not merely in the stone of its building, but is inferred in the changes of structure. Then the sweeping changes which followed the Norman conquest wiped out all lesser records than its own. Not today, true, right. <laughs> today we must accept it as one of the earliest castles of the conquest probably not later than the time of Henry I. Roman and Norman were both... Sorry, I just was like, who are they? Can I ship them? Well, if you listen to the Game of Rassilon podcast, Roman is the male regeneration of Romana, the Time Lady. And okay. uh, or, No, no. Let me get through this. Roman and, and Norman, Norman are both it, wise say. in their retention of places of approved strength or utility. So it was that these surrounding heights, so it was, a, yeah, fuck, I can't read. Already established and to a certain extent proven or were retained. Indeed, such characteristics as already pertained to them were preserved and today afford us lessons regarding which have themselves long since passed away. That was a whole lot of nothing. So I I totally ship the the Romans and the Normans. (laughs) Cool. So I've been drinking. What the fuck is going on? Is it just that was was a rundown? That was a rundown of the fact that the Romans built upon Mm -hmm. old Druidic fortifications because it just makes strategic logistical sense. And when the Norman conquest happened, which I guess would also take over the kingdom of Mercia, um, they said, Oh, this is a nice advantageous position. We'll also take it. That's it. That's it. And what does this have to do with the fucking story? Nothing. Nothing. This is a wonderful history lesson, and I've heard it before. What it's doing in this story, I have no fucking idea. This Can is an we, old uh... nerd trying to tell his new friend all his nerd shit, and he this, this would be like me trying to fucking like just relay to all of you all of my medieval history lessons, which would not make any fucking. <laughs> I'll sense. tell you exactly what is fucking going on. Bram Stoker is jacking his old dead wiener right off, and we're watching him do it. Yep. Yep. I can tell you what's happening as well. What's happening is we're going to name our next drink history lesson. <laughs> That's not Paprika. yet been decided, but we have two really good contenders now. Paprika, history us, on the rocks. Take okay. us home. Ooh. Well, this is a this is a very short paragraph. So, so much for the fortified heights, but the hollows too have their own story. 
but how the time passes. We must hurry home or your uncle will wonder what time has become of us. You might worry we were making out in the bushes. <laughs> he, he started with long steps. He started with long steps toward lesser hill and adam was soon furtively running in order to keep up with him adam so is so fucking passive he doesn't do a goddamn thing let me get this they walked out there to point their finger and then they walked back no they, they walked <laughs> out there and sir nathaniel was like hey um these rocks they're old as hell well it's getting real late let's head back <laughs> no, we were right before so, we read the rest of this so uh, chapter three we are three chapters into this book Chapter one, boats. <laughs> Chapter two, horsey. <laughs> Chapter three, rocks. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will rock you. So okay. chapter four is called The Lady Arabella March. Chapter four is longer and I need one more drink. Can I go get that? We yeah. can do this. Okay. okay. I, so I, I can't believe I, we're going to go one drink. more like set yeah. of weeks before we even get to the chapter about the white worm. Okay, Alan. I'm yes. I have no busy, no busy business <laughs> being this wired this late at night on a Friday on this much alcohol to read this shit. But I really do have you to thank for the suggestion of hey, let's just get shit faced for every episode. <laughs> that'll make it easier to do. But uh, so speaking of bidding, getting shit faced, bidding shit, bidding get chased. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> getting bitch faced. <laughs> So I, I realized that my, my Collins glass is not a substitute for a double of my, of my rocks glass. Oh, no. Um, so that second one hit me hard. Yeah. And it is the same amount of alcohol as a double, but there's nowhere near as much room for uh, the seltzer. Yeah. So, you know, and I will say for this drink, doing a double is actually it doesn't even taste that much different because of the concoction so you can do that too yeah yeah um so what i have is a double just with less water essentially (laughs) um and it is uh stiffer than a priest at recess let me tell you Uh, (laughs) okay paprika you want to insult me oh yeah yes i very much do why do you always get (laughs) mad when people talk about pagans I don't hate pagans. I hate neo-pagans because neo-pagans think that they understand ancient Roman and Greek and Egyptian religion. I swear to God, in this story, the second they mentioned pagans, all I heard was, oh my God. (laughs) Look, I'm very elitist about the stupid bullshit I learned in college. Okay. Uh, the second the second abby was like the do you want to insult me i was just like is that how they start their foreplay (laughs) (laughs) no comment (laughs) no comment is a comment contrary to popular belief we have a very um healthy relationship (laughs) i mean i i always assume so so yeah Hey, actually, so, um, built on love it. and trust and a lot of sarcasm. Built on love and trust in missionary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on chapter four and we need to get through this shit. The Lady Arabella March. Actually, I think it's Abysme's turn. It is. <sighs> now, there is no hurry with this story. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, book, take your time. <laughs> But so soon as you are both ready, we shall start, Mr. Salton said when breakfast had begun. 
I want to take you first to see a remarkable relic of Mercia, and then we'll go to Liverpool through what is called the G- Great Vale of Cheshire. Why, why do they need to see the relic? <laughs> why are just we gonna going? Talk, they're just, just going to go and they're going to talk about it, and then they're going to come back. <laughs> why exactly. are we going on their tourist tour? This is this. I'm going to take book. you to some different rocks. <laughs> you know what? This this book reads like how I think the romantic poets looked at everything yes. ever. This yes. is like Wordsworth looking at a flower and describing it in, ex- in intense detail, except not. because If no I had to describe this book, I would describe it as excruciating, nauseating detail. Yes. But he's not that even... That ultimately means nothing, much like Wordsworth's poetry. He's, oh! He's not even romantic. He's Edwardian. What the fuck? This is, more Arthur- this, is, this is more Arthurian. Yeah. Remember the old shit? Yeah. How cool was the limestone? Remember the Druids and the Romans and, and the pagans. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like going places to look at stuff feels very like what the romantics would do. Uh, remember, that time, this... Lord, remember that time, mm-hmm. like, uh, oh my God, um, oh, my brain. Um, there was a time that, uh, Prime of the Ancient Mariner, that was... Um, Samuel Coleridge. Coleridge wrote a sad poem about his friends leaving to go home for a day. <laughs> He was sad that his friends left after they had like eaten a bunch of opium and shit. So they left and he wrote a sad poem about it. I just remember he was trying to capture the feeling of how it felt after like his best bros had like decided to go back to their own villa to get high. It's really sad how much of classical literature can be summed up as cool story, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A lot of the romantics are just like, old you know people being mopey rich people being mopey pretty much while we're while we're taking a moment to dunk on really old stuff and don't get me wrong i love coleridge like i love a rhyme of the ancient mariner but um i was thinking about the song last kiss recently oh yeah (laughs) um the oh where oh where can my baby be the lord took her away from me she's gone to heaven so i've got to be good so i can see my baby when i leave this world so I, i wrote the following welcome you are a good person, so you get to come in through the gates to heaven. Your baby who passed away is here waiting for you, so you can be together forever. Mm. I just have one question before we let you in. It's a, it's a thing God makes us ask everyone, and it's, it's just a formality. Um, you never tried to rhyme the words good and world with each other, <laughs> did you? Oh. Oh, you did. <laughs> oh. Uh, hate to say this, but we have to send you straight to hell now. <laughs> I had a follow-up to that, which is, uh, I want to test your Pavlovian response every morning (laughs) (laughs) and see what happens, because I wouldn't pass it. (sighs) You may be disappointed, but take care not to prepare your mind, this to Adam. Wait, you may be disappointed, but don't worry (laughs) about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. This to Adam. For anything stupendous or heroic, you God would not forbid. think you would not think the place a val avail, sorry, at all, unless you were told so beforehand and had confidence in the veracity of the teller. We should go to the landing stage in time to meet the West African in italics and catch Mr. Caswall as he becomes as he comes ashore. I presume want, the West that African because it's an italics yeah. is the name of a yeah, ship. probably. Uh, we want to do him honor, and besides, it will be more pleasant to have the introductions over before we go to Fet at the castle. Okay. Oh my fucking god! I have to, I have to say something right now. Uh, this story just gave us the biggest fuck you it has given us so far. 
<laughs> Which is, you may be disappointed, but take care not to prepare your mind for anything stupendous or heroic. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, here I thought it saying, was going to be. Which is this story saying, don't worry about anything exciting happening. It's not going to. <laughs> yeah. God, here I thought it was uh, the line, uh, but so soon as you are both ready, we shall start. Well, that <laughs> was that too. was the lead up. Hey, we're going to start, but I mean, don't get too excited. But also don't ex- get it too excited because we're not really starting. We're just talking about starting. Holy shit. Presently, in obedience to Mr. Salton's signal, the carriage drew up opposite oh, no, wait, a great heap a, of stones. No, you, missed, uh, you missed the... Oh, the shit. Sorry. Uh, the carriage was ready, the same as had been used the previous day, so there's no point in talking about <laughs> it, but we're gonna. But there were different horses. <laughs> no! <laughs> Fuck! No! <laughs> 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 God damn it! Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bram Stoker, you fucking troll! <laughs> Magnificent animals and came oh. to work. Breakfast was soon over and they shortly took their places. The physicians had their orders and were quickly on their way at an exhilarating pace. Presently, in obedience to Mr. Salton's signal, the carriage drew up opposite a great heap of stones by the wayside. <laughs> I, know. I know. I think we have. I think we have to go straight into four useful horses because that's the only way I'm going to get through the next recording session. Oh, we definitely need to do four useful horses in memory. Four useful fun. horses should be like a line of shots. It is. Yes. It's going to yeah. be. It's going to be the it four would, horsemen, would, but different. Yeah, we okay. would have to do our own take on four horsemen. Gang. Yes, I'll prepare my body for this. I will. I would say we make them because you know that those four horses are missing because they've been shot and sewed for awful. No. Jesus Christ. Okay. Here, Adam, he said, <laughs> is something that you of all men should not pass by unnoticed. That <laughs> heap of stones. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck you, Brown Stoker. <laughs> God damn it. You ever wonder if Adam's all of Adam's dialogue internal screaming? We cannot do four useful horses yet because whatever our next cocktail is, it has to be something about rocks. It has to be, a, yeah, you know because what? We, that, that tracks with what Kayla was saying. We could just call it um, a great heap of stones. Yeah. Just have the drink be on the rocks. You have Whatever to you have make, ice. it's on the rocks. It, it's going to have to be, oh shit. I have ideas, but we'll, we'll discuss that after. Yeah, yeah, of course. Look, Adam, some rocks. <laughs> Sir Nathaniel, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You've been describing rocks to me for three hours. <laughs> Sir Nathaniel is that friend who only really cares about their hobby and they're just oh obsessed with it. He happens to just really care about Happy geology. Abby is so much better than this. I like, really, though. <laughs> You can't just say that about Bram Stoker. No, you can. He did this. He brought it upon himself. The man wrote fucking Dracula. He already he's, got accolades. He's, you know what? He's I'm, basically acting what, as a tour guide right now. I'm going to say what you will about Happy Happy. Shit happened in Happy. <laughs> Constantly. Happy Happy, more like things happen, Happy. Like at a breakneck pace, as opposed to the glacial one we have in this story. There's not even enough puns for as much tour guiding as he's doing. I, I will say, 
I think at the beginning of every one of these episodes, I'm going to say a quote from Dracula. Like it, that's a like good a, idea. Just to remind you, like that, uh... he actually can write, and he, he does have beautiful writing. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I I hate. Did he did he get dementia or something? I think. Well, this was written years after he wrote Dracula. Okay. He wrote Dracula in his fifth. He a was great way 50 when this was uh, Dracula. Yeah. Was okay. I feel, I feel like a great way to sum this up is almost is a quote from Alan Tudyk, which is, and I know Kayla knows where I'm going with this. It's muck 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 muck. I went to Juilliard. Muck muck muck. <laughs> <laughs> that that heap of stones brings us at once to the dawn of the Anglian kingdom. It was begun more than a thousand years ago. Race to the top and put together the shrine of the silver monkey. <laughs> 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 in the latter part of the seventh century, in memory of a murder. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what? What? Okay. Okay. You can just imagine Adam like finally perking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm interested. Why is oh, that's a word you haven't have said? The murder. Wolfir, king of Mercia, nephew of Penda, <laughs> lost yeah. me immediately. <laughs> yeah. Arthur, son of Uther Pendragon. Here murdered his two sons for embracing Christianity. As oh. was the custom of the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It does say that. It does say that. Here murdered his two sons for embracing Christianity. Period. As was the custom of the time, each passerby added a stone to the memorial heap. Penda represented heathen reaction after St. Augustine's mission. Sir Nathaniel can tell you as much as you want about this. A lot. He can tell you a lot. He can Please talk no. to you about it for like Sir four hours. Sir Nathaniel is very... Oh, wait. Sir Nathaniel is... Okay, Sir Nathaniel is like in the backseat vibrating in a dangerous... Vibrating between dimensions. So this is his uncle saying this, not... Yeah, yeah. this is him. Yeah. This is Mr. Sultan. Have we established that that grandpa, Uncle Sultan is... Is more is already better than Sir Nathaniel just because he actually cares about stuff that's not is he though? Like not is really, he? not much more remember. because he clearly wants to fuck his nephew. I was more interested in Sir Nathaniel when he came into the story. That's yeah. true. Also, it's really fun to do the British accent. With I him. was interested <laughs> in Sir oh, Nathaniel before we started talking about limestone. <laughs> so there's like a, a back and forth short dialogue. I don't know how. Or... Oh yeah, yeah. Do we want to finish this the, this paragraph? Sir or... Nathaniel can tell you as much as you want about this and put you, if you wish, on the track of such accurate knowledge as there is. Um, you want to know something about some fucking rocks, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what uh, if this was like a choose-your-own-adventure sort of book where if you if you chose the tell-me-more <laughs> option, it would go into the expositions or you could skip it. Yeah, your options would be talk about rocks, talk about other rocks, <laughs> Listen go back to, to Australia about rocks. <laughs> Ask about a rock. Yeah. Whilst they were looking at the heap of stones, they noticed that uh, another carriage had drawn up beside them, and the passenger, there was only one, was regarding them curiously. The carriage was an old, heavy traveling one with uh, arms blazoned on it gorgeously. The men took off their hats as the occupant, a lady, addressed them. It's I'm a lady. Oh, it's oh, another character. It's like a river named They're going to get a fucking Arabella. race. It's going to be a street race. Fucking help me, Adam says. <laughs> I'm trapped between these two old farts. How do you do, Sir Nathaniel? How do you do, Mr. Sultan? I hope you have not met with any accident. Look at me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm so delicious. As, Look at me. She, I'm a female character. As she spoke, she pointed to where one of the heavy springs was broken across, the broken metal showing bright. Adam spoke up at once. Oh, that can be soon. Oh, that can soon be put right. Soon? There's no one near who can mend a break like that. I can. Oh, shit. You? She looked incredulously at the dapper young gentleman who spoke. You, why? It's a workman's job. This just turned into smut. Let's do this. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it's going to turn into smut. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to bend down to, like, you know, fix her, um, fix the spring, and she's going to look up and see her ankle and be like, <gasps> and oh, Sir dear. Nathaniel's going to bust down and be like, this isn't about rocks. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I seem to have dropped my very large hats on the floor. And then Mr. And then his uncle is like, excuse me, but this boy is mine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. I, oh. All right. I, have- I am a workman, though that is not the only sort of work I do. Ooh. <laughs> oh. I oh. am an Australian. Oh, no. <laughs> and as we have to move about, as we have to move about fast, we are all trained to ferry and such mechanics as come into travel. I am quiet at your service. So he's basically just like upon announcing upon announcing that he was Australian. Uh, <laughs> her britches were wet. This this being the era that it is, the woman dropped all of her money and ran away. <laughs> there was a what's oh, that, no, that a sound? The dong ding dong ding dong. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want her to uh, say Did like, you is, music? Is, is it true yeah. what they say about your down under? <laughs> oh my god. I hardly know how to thank you for your kindness, of which I will gladly avail myself. Mm. I don't know what else I can do, as I wish to meet Mr. Caswell of, of Castro Regis, who arrives home from Africa today. It is notable. It is a notable homecoming. All the countryside want to do him honor. She looked at the old man and quickly made up her mind as to the identity <laughs> of the stranger. You must be Mr. Adam Sultan of Lesser Hill. I am Lady Arabella. (laughs) I I am Lady Arabella March of Diana's Grove. As she spoke, she turned slightly to Mr. Sultan, who took the hint and made a formal introduction. Fucking finally something interesting. I know. My word, Mr. Sultan, this Italian flatbread you've brought before me is (laughs) in the center and your genitals are through it. Flatbread, <laughs> tomato paste, and cheese. <laughs> I'll call it a pizza. Wait, I think a s- no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. Oh boy. There we go. What, what, what about saying? Oh no, just saying. <laughs> no, 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 damn it! Can I, can I have a- can I have a big? Can I have a big one? Yeah, you can have a big one. Go for it. I'll take the one. I'll take the one after. Go, Alan. Go. So soon as this was done, Adam took some tools from his uncle's carriage and at once began work on the broken spring. He was an expert workman, and the breach was soon made good. Adam was gathering the tools which he had been using, which, after the manner of all workmen, had been scattered about. Wait, wait, wait. We've happened happened upon an old home improvement. No, no, continue, continue. Hold on. When he noticed that several black snakes had crawled out from the heap of stones and were gathering around him. What? Finally, everyone mark it. Something happened. Something's oh, happening. Something is happening. Whoa. The gravesite's haunted. <clears throat> wow. This naturally occupied his mind. No shit! 
Oh, look, I'm surrounded by black snakes. How awkward. You think the Aussie are fucking ass snakes, oh, black snake dear. ass senses? I mean, snakes in Australia. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, 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 this naturally occupied his mind and he was not thinking of anything else when he noticed Lady Arabella who had opened the door of the carriage slip from it with a quick gliding motion mm. what the fuck is happening she was already among the snakes when he called out to warn her but there seemed to be no need of warning the snakes had turned and were wriggling back to the mound as quickly as they could what the fuck so All nothing the- happened There's a witch burn her the snakes were apparently there, and then the they snake, weren't. Oh well. Apparently oh, the snakes. Apparently the snakes were afraid of her. Is I think what that was saying. I yeah. yeah I think it's the idea. I think mm, she might be okay. something interesting is going on here. She's a okay. He laughed to himself behind his teeth as he whispered, <laughs> <laughs> "No need to fear there. They seem to be much more afraid of her than she of them." All the same, he began to beat on the ground with a stick. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. scare away the snake. With oh. vibrations? Which, was, which yeah. was lying close to him with the instinct of one used such vermin. In an instant he was alone beside the mound with Lady Arabella. Mm. In an instant he was below, alone beside the mound of Lady Arabella which, <laughs> who appeared quite unconcerned at the incident. <laughs> then he took a long look at her and her dress alone was sufficient to attract attention. <laughs> she was clad in some kind of soft white stuff which clung <laughs> close to her form. <laughs> It was that, disgusting. Da- <laughs> some sort, some kind of soft white stuff. White, not stuff. silk, not satin. Some well, kind he's of Australian. No, Bram Stoker doesn't give a shit about fashion because he's a man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Oh wait, wait, wait! Continue, Alan. Continue. He was covered head to toe in cotton. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she had been running through the cotton fields and now she's dressed the cotton fields of Wales <laughs> <laughs> the sheep fields of Welsh in some kind of soft white stuff she was a sheep <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's a movie lamb oh, no. <laughs> she was clad in some kind of soft white stuff which clung close to her form showing to the full every movement of her sinuous figure. Tell you, that dame was poured into that dress. <laughs> she, wore a close-fitting that cap. she wore a close-fitting cap of some fine fur of dazzling white. Coiled round her white throat was a large necklace of emeralds, whose profusion of color dazzled when the sun shone on them. Her voice was peculiar, very low and sweet, and so soft that the dominant note was of sibilation. Her hands, too, were peculiar. Long, flexible, white, with a strange movement as of waving gently to and fro. I want to remind everybody they were on that fire. Sibilation is the s sound in speech. So the dominant note is of her going s a lot, meaning snakes. She's a snake. Oh, she's a snake. Lair of the she's white snake. worm. Yo, this is our white worm. And then uh, call it right now. Arabella, oh. she's our white worm. Okay, it took two and a half. No. Th- three and a half paragraphs, but we finally get some good shit now. We have a fucking snake lady. Okay. Yep. Now, now say you can. T- you, she's the white worm. Yeah. She appeared quite at ease, and after thanking Adam, said that if any of his uncle's party were going to Liverpool, she would be ha- most happy to join forces. We're going to conquer Liverpool. <laughs> <clears throat> Whilst you are staying here, Mister Sultan, you must look on the grounds of Diana's Grove as your own so that you may come and go just as you do in Lesser Hill. There are some fine views and not a few natural 
and not a few natural curiosities which are sure to interest you if you are a student of natural history, especially of an earlier kind when the world was younger. The hardiness with which she spoke and the warmth of her words, not of her manner, which was cold and distant, made him suspicious. Okay. She was hot, but she was a stone cold. She was bitch. sus. Yeah. <laughs> She's sus. She was sus. She's very sus, and yet is the most White. interesting character. Especially because she was White using sus. her tongue to smell the air. <laughs> Why is that sus? Yeah, that's, it was really time. weird. She kept sticking out her tongue and going, hmm, that's some good cologne you have there, sir. Indy Scalies in the audience. In the meantime, both his uncle and Sir Nathaniel had thanked her for the invitation, of which, however, they said were they were unable to avail themselves. Adam had a suspicion that, though she answered regretfully, she was in reality relieved. When she had got into the carriage with the two old men... Oh, when he... Oh, sorry, he... Wow, I'm drunk. Uh, and they had driven off. He was not surprised when Sir Nathaniel spoke at length about nothing. <laughs> I could not but feel that she was glad to be rid of us. She can play her game better alone. Among us. Yeah. <laughs> Alan. What is her game? Asked Adam unthinkingly. <laughs> All the county knows it, my boy. It's on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meme now. She made an independent game. Caswall is a very rich man. Her husband was rich when she married him. All seemed to be... This is the accent I'm going with for this paragraph, so everyone can deal with it. Fuck it. When he committed suicide, it was found that he had nothing left, and the estate was mortgaged up to the hilt. Her only hope is in a rich marriage. I suppose I need not draw any conclusion. You can do that as well as I can. She's oh. the white worm. Oh, she really sincerely hope that this just doesn't turn into some drama, because I was promised monsters. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Trust me. Actually, don't uh, trust me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I mm-hmm. hope we get to that. Adam remained silently nearly all the time they were traveling through the alleged Vale of Cheshire. He thought much during that journey and came to several conclusions, though his lips were unmoved. One of the conclusions was that he would be very careful about paying any attention to Lady Arabella. He was himself a rich man. Lest she think he'd be interested in her. Yeah. How rich, how rich not even his her. uncle had the least idea and would have sus- had would have been surprised had he known. So basically, oh, oh shit, she's oh. a gold digger. Wait a, minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Adam is actually hiding how rich he is from his own uncle. Oh, shit. Yet he said, what? Is he? Because he told his uncle he had a thousand horses. Oh, boy. Presently, his, oh, Af- yeah. his African servant approached Oh, him, no. And ah, at there once, is. their thoughts changed to a larger tolerant, toleration. Wait, wait. You skipped the paragraph. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Oh, do you want, do you My want bad. to carry on with yeah. this one? Or uh, yeah, I, I could do this. Part. Uh, the remainder of the journey was uneventful. And I doubt ar- that. Yeah. And upon arrival at Liverpool, they went aboard the West African. Wait, they, uh, you could just go on the ship. Okay. Yeah. Which had just come to the landing stage. There, his uncle introduced him to Mr. Caswell. Just, uh, he's there, I guess. Yeah, sure. I like how this is all summary. Not Fuck like- it. Followed this up by. Oh my God. This is our big introduction to Mr. Caswell. Yeah, just. <sighs> we've we building up like Mr. Caswell three words. for a while. And followed this by introducing Sir Nathaniel and then Adam. The newcomer received <clears throat> them graciously and said, What a pleasure it was to be coming home after so long an absence of his family from their old seat. Adam was pleased at the warmth of the reception, but he could not avoid a feeling of repugnance at the man's face. You fucking racist. This should not be in third person. 
Yeah. He was trying hard to overcome this uh, when a diversion was caused by the arrival of Lady Arabella. The diversion was a welcome to all. The two sultans and Sir Nathaniel were shocked by, were shocked at Caswell's face. So hard, so ruthless, so selfish, so dominant. You just met the man, but whatever. God help any, was the common thought, who is under the dominance of such a man. I like that. They've been gossiping and basically building up this guy. And he's just introduced like, oh yeah, here he is. What? Basically. Like, here he is, and he has a mean-looking face. He's got a resting bitch face. Leave him alone. (laughs) Presently, his African servant approached him, and at once their thoughts changed to a a larger toleration. Caswell looked indeed a savage, but a cultured savage. Oh, God (laughs) fucking damn it. In him were traces of the softening civilization of ages, of some of the higher instincts and education of man, no matter how rudimentary these might be. But the face of Ulanga, as his master called him, oh no. God damn it. Oh no. no. Ulanga, this is the mm. African sir. Oh God. Oh, oh shit. Yep. Hey, everybody, brace yourselves. <clears throat> but the face of Ulanga, as his master called him, was unreformed, unsoftened, savage. And inherent in it were all the hideous possibilities of a lost, devil ridden child in, of the forest and the swamp. The lowest. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. The so lowest. Did, <clears throat> this is rough. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, why did H.P. Lovecraft not like this again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like it because it was poorly written, not because it wasn't racist. Uh, do I even want to read this next part? The lowest of all created things that could be regarded as, in some form, ostensibly human. What the fuck, Bram Stoker? Yeah. Hey, everyone still loves uh, Dracula and how amazing Bram Stoker is? Yeah, he's just as racist as the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them are pretty pr- pretty, pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, I, mm. Lady Arabella and Ulanga arrived almost simultaneously, and Adam was surprised to notice what effect their appearance had on each other. The woman seemed as if she would not, could not, condescend to exhibit any concern or interest in such a creature on the other hand that nope fuck me fuck me nope Nope. the The blanks individuals bearing was such that as in at was such as in itself to justify her pride he treated her not merely as a slave treats his master but as a worshiper would treat a deity He knelt before her with his hands outstretched and his forehead in the dust. So long as he remained, he did not move. And it was only when he, she went over to Caswell that he relaxed his attitude of devotion and stood by respectfully. Jesus. I don't know if there's anything to even say about this. No. Yeah. We're just going to have to cringe our way Uh, through. The only thing that comes out of it is there's something supernatural about lady Arabella. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah. yeah. With this, the way this guy treats her. They're, double, they're, they're doubling down. I, I didn't her. get yeah. that because. Uh, okay. I was too distracted no, by them being no. basically racist. Yeah, this is just a very racist paragraph. This is course. a racist stereotype of a character. Jesus. This is hey, a... new cocktail name idea. The very racist paragraph. We're <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. It makes you throw up when you read it. Oh my or God. It. It's got to be awful. And you would rather Adam's... not have it. I'd put Malord in. You're gonna skip me again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> go, go. Adam spoke to his own man, Davenport, who was standing by, having arrived <laughs> with the bailiff of Lesser Hill, who had followed Mr. Stout- Salton 
Dalton in a pony trap. (laughs) (laughs) A pony trap. (laughs) I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining the biggest fucking mouse trap now. Right now, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who is Davenport? What does it look like? I'm I'm Davenport. Trap. I'm I'm Davenport. Davenport. No. I'm Davenport. Sorry, sorry. So, um, Davenport is fucking handsome as I'm imagining him right now. Davenport shows up and he's got pink anime glitter all around him you know so. what you know what davenport is just um fuck paprika what's that thing you watch without me because you hate me uh everything no, um the, the anime or on high school host club yeah yeah that's all i'm imagining oh yeah right now. uh that's a good choice. wait which one <laughs> never mind which which is the boys? Boys? wait there's more yeah, than which, one I mean, which of the bo- well no which of the boys from or on host club because that is also the, important the information. oldest one the eldest one. The one, the, the important one. Oh, the glasses. Oh, yeah. Kyoya? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, That's the, what I'm imagining. I thought the guy in the glasses is the eldest. Yeah, Kyoya. Yeah, he's he's cute. As uh, he spoke, he pointed to the, an attentive ship steward, and presently two men, the two men were conversing. I think we ought to be moving, Mr. Salton said to Adam. Please! I, <laughs> <laughs> I think something ought to happen. <laughs> I have some things to do in Liverpool, and I am sure that both Mr. Caswell and Lady Arabella would like to go fuck. I mean, would like mm-hmm. to get underway for Castor Regis. Wait, I'm sure someone they would just like left Castor Regis. No, they haven't. They're on the ship. They this is them leaving the for Castor They're on the boat. They but talked thought, about doing this like 10 paragraphs ago. But I thought that doing where it. they were on Lesser Hill was close to Castorecki's. Yeah. Yeah. This no, they're on the boat right now. They oh, are greeting. Me. They're greeting Caswell on his ship. Fuck this story. <clears throat> fuck this geography. Oh, my God. Okay. They had to go all the way to Liverpool okay. to do this, apparently. Okay. Uh, hey, Abysme. Yes. No matter what we make next. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. Keep going. Because it just, okay, there needs to be a back and forth right now because this is getting weird. There's a. Oh my my God. uh, Who wants to be Mr. Salton? Who wants to be Adam? Oh, well, Paprika has to be Adam. Poppy has to be Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll be Mr. Salton. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm getting tired, guys. I know. We're almost done. I just like to. Okay. I too, sir. I too, sir, would like to do something, replied Adam. I want to find out where Ross, the animal merchant, lives. I want to take a small animal home with me if you don't mind. I want it's a puppy. Only a thing and you will be no trouble. Where did this come from? Where did this come from? Of course not, my boy. What kind of animal is it that you want? A mongoose. <laughs> a mongoose? What on earth do you want it for? To kill snakes. Good. <laughs> Go kill Lady Arabella. The old man remembered the mound of stones. No explanation was needed. Fuck then you. Why did you explain it Fuck all? Fuck you, Bram Stoker. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> guys. Wait, there's more. Oh my god, I guess. Not. Guys. This is turning into Ricky. Who's turning into Tommy? No. <laughs> fuck okay. it fuck it i'm doing this when ross heard who's ross ross, ross is the, the animal, animal merchant oh jesus he, showed, he was introduced literally just now <laughs> too drunk to follow this shit when ross was heard what was wanted he asked do you want something special or will an ordinary mongoose do 
Well, of course I want a good one, but I see no need for anything special. It is for ordinary use. Ordinary mongoose use. <laughs> Guys, next, next, one of the next drinks be the ordinary mongoose. I was about to I, say, there's a lot of good cocktail <clears throat> names in these. I feel like still, that should be the food item. I still like a heap of ordinary rocks. Like, I, I mean, really we have good. a lot of a mongoose on the rocks. Let's just get through the chapter. Mongoose on the rocks. Oh, well, we're, yeah. we're doing good. We're mongoose good. on the rocks is great. No, yeah, shouldn't be, should it be, should be snakes in the rocks because they were in the heap of stones. Oh. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm just gonna finish the fucking dialogue and then we can continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair, fair, fair. Let's let's talk. We'll discuss this uh, afterward. Didn't we just read this? It's no. repeating. <laughs> no, it's repeating itself. I can let Wait. you have a choice of ordinary ones. I only ask because I have in stock a very special one. Which I got lately from Nepal. Nepal. Not not Nepal, but Nepal. Nepal. Oh, Nepal. Nepal. Yeah. Oh, Nepal. he Nepal is a person has a record oh, of Nepal's a person. Okay. Hey, they're in Liverpool. Oh. It's it's negative Paul McCartney. Man, the Nepalese mongoose is also a good name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's strong. He killed a king cobra that had been seen in the Raja's garden. But I don't suppose we have any snakes of the kind in this cold climate. I dare say an ordinary one will do. When Adam got back to the carriage, carefully carrying the box with the mongoose, Sir Nathaniel said, hello, what have you got there? A we know mongoose. it's a fucking mongoose. <laughs> you asshole, you were right there. A mongoose, what for? That was really Kill patronizing. Snakes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sir Nathaniel laughed. I heard Lady Arabella's invitation to you to come to Diana's Grove. Well, what on earth has that got to do with it? Nothing directly that I know of, but we shall see. Adam waited and the old man went on as he always does. Have you by any chance heard the name <laughs> which was given ago, long ago to that place? No, sir. It was called Look here, this subject wants a lot of talking. Fuck no, please. No, 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 please. no, no. A lot of talking over. Suppose we wait till we are alone and have lots of time before us. <laughs> All right, sir. Adam was filled with curiosity. Oh but he thought it better not to hurry matters. All would come in good time. Then, and, then a third, and then a third person showed up and said, what's that? And I said, a mongoose. And they were like, what for? And I said, kill a kill snake. Then the three men returned home, leaving Mr. Caswell to spend the night in Liverpool alone. I thought we were all meeting him there for some great to-do, but fuck it. The following day, the Lester Hill party set out for Castoregis, and for the time, Adam thought no more of Diana's Grove or what mysteries it had contained or my soul contained, because that would be actually interesting, and we can't do anything interesting with this story. And now we're not going there, and we've just got this fucking mongoose. God <laughs> damn it. What for, though? <clears throat> so this story is all of the the like ne the, the like film negative parts of the story the parts you where in between me. where stuff doesn't happen you teased me bram stoker constantly <laughs> you like said we could have a snake lady showing up and she was going to be big and tall and squish people with her fucking heels but no we were going to have a, we're leaving a mommy that now <laughs> It's like if you cut a movie together entirely from what was on the cutting room floor of another oh movie. My God. <laughs> you absolute troll edgelord. Where? where? The, the guests were crowding in. Um, the guests were crowding in, and special places were marked for important people. <laughs> Not the people from Lesser Hill. No, because no. they're the Lesser Hills. Adam seeing so many persons of varied degree 
just fucking God <laughs> fuck you, Adam. <laughs> fuck you. Look around for Lady Arabella. Oh man. He's gonna he's throw his mongoose right at her face. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Is he looking around for her to reject her? To say yeah, I thought he said I thought didn't didn't a few paragraphs ago she's like, Oh, I should avoid this woman because she's yeah, like, he's like yeah. he's like literally looking for her. He doesn't know but he can put his nose in the air and turn around. Look, he doesn't know he's gonna meet her and he doesn't know if he's gonna stick his mongoose on her or make out with her. We don't know, but this is the yeah. only thing the story has going right now. So let yeah. me have this. We're gonna get a love triangle between him, Lady Arabella, and the mongoose. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sick as, sick as mongoose on her is my new favorite uh, metaphor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looked round for Lady Arabella, but could not locate her. It was only when he saw the old-fashioned traveling carriage approach and heard the sound of cheering, which went with it, that he realized that Edgar Caswell had arrived. The life of the fucking party! Uh, Eddie, you son of a bitch! Uh, the Gatsby. <laughs> uh. Then, on looking more closely, he saw that Lady Arabella, dressed as he had seen her last, was seated beside him. Ooh. Oh, when the oh, carriage shit. drew up at the She's great of steps, the host jumped down and gave her his hand. Fucking Come Lady on. Arabella Kardashian. <laughs> it, was, it was evident to all that she was the chief guest of the festivities. It was not long before the seats of the data, the dais, dais, thank you were filled with tenants. The tenants and guests of lesser importance had <laughs> occupied all... Co- uh, it really is rich people being awful. Yeah, the story. Coins of vantage, not research cheeses. The order of the day had been carefully arranged by the committee. There were some speeches, half fully, neither many, many nor long. Thank God. And then festivities were suspended uh, till the time for feasting arrived. In the interval, Caswell walked among his guests, speaking to all his friendly, all in a friendly manner, expressing a general welcome. The other guests came down from the uh, dais de- 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 and followed his example. So there were there was unceremonious meeting and greeting between gentle and simple. Sure. Fuck, fuck all of that completely. Um, I- <sighs> we got, we're almost done with this chapter. Yeah, sorry. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around this. They're at a party. Yeah, no, they're at a party. And a... I'm just waiting for like just and apparently... him to throw a fucking mongoose in Lady Arabella's face. Like, <laughs> I'm so ready for it. Adam Salton naturally followed with his eyes. All that went naturally, on, naturally, apparently followed with his eyes. All that went on within the scope, taking note of all who seemed to be to afford any interest. He was young and a man. He was young and a man and a stranger from a far distance. And so, so on all accounts, he naturally took stock rather of the women than the than of the men. Wait, what? Because he is a straight man. Look how straight this man is, who's clearly here fucking his great uncle. The Nile is not just a river in Egypt. Yeah. Rather, th- oh wait, hold on. He naturally took stock uh, rather of the women than of the men. All of those, all of these, those who are young and attractive. But yeah, mm. yeah. There were lots of pretty girls among the crowd, and Adam, who was, han- who was a handsome young man and well set up, got his full share of admiring glances. This, he really is a Mary Sue character, isn't he? He is yeah. absolutely a Mary Sue. These a Mary did Sue not- and an audience stand Mary in. Sue. Yeah. These, these did not concern him much, and he remained unmoved until there came along a group of three by their dress and bearing of the farmer class. Oh my One God, was a sturdy old man. 
The other two were good looking girls. One of a, one of a little over 20 and the other not quite so old. So soon as Adam's <laughs> eyes met those of the younger girl what? who stood, who stood nearest to Ew. him, some sort of electricity flash, the divine spark, which begins by recognition and ends in obedience Ew. to men. Quote unquote, love. According I want to old men. I have to step away. I have to throw up in my mouth. One a little over 20 and one clearly underage. I liked her better. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> have you ever so heard the tale bad. of Darth Plagueis the Young? Oh, this book's so bad. Adam's uh, inner lolicon kicked in. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is what set in the 1860s and yeah. you want young people to, mm-hmm. so they don't 18, fucking die she's to 18. I, I'm going to think of this woman as 18. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of her. Like, I get it, but it's still gross in, contempt- in current year. Well, do we know how old Adam is? 27. He's 27. This girl's probably 16. Oh, so if he's calling so a little gosh. over 20 old, yeah. then this girl's probably like 16. Yeah. If, if we're lucky. Both his companions noticed how much Adam was taken by the pretty little girl. And, yeah. spoke, <laughs> and spoke of her to him in a way which made his heart warm to them. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you switched your whole stomach. The last paragraph. Last paragraph. Or not chapter. One more for, paragraph. For the, and then we're done with this chapter. We're All right. Done. I'm going to take us home then. Do it. Uh, did you notice that party that passed? The old man, Michael Watford, one of the tenants of Mr. Caswell. Shut the fuck he, up. He occupies Mercy Farm, which Sir Nathaniel pointed out to you today. No, we didn't. During Shut your up. Call. Oh, Thank is you. this is this the farmer? And then he's uh, talking about his daughter. Joka Bisbee reacting to this story is oh, my okay. favorite. The girls are his granddaughters. The elder Lilia, being the only child of his elder son, one who died when she was less than a year old. His wife died on the same no day. One She's can. a good girl. As good as she, he's not. He doesn't even interest in this girl. She's as good as she is pretty. The other is her first cousin, the daughter of Watford's second son. We're getting like a whole family tree, but in wow. words. The fucking Sibilarian in this fucking paragraph. <laughs> he went for a soldier when he was just over 20. Uh, okay, so there is some like straight up gay because he went for a soldier or or he became a soldier. I yeah. think that's the idea. I think he became a soldier. I, I was really I, hoping he literally went he, for a soldier. Yeah, I think I'm I mean, that's what my preference with. too. So Yeah, let's say that he went for a soldier and was drafted abroad. See, he he followed the soldier abroad. Uh, he was not a good correspondent, though he he was a good enough son. A few letters came, and then his father heard from the colonel of his regiment that he had been killed by the coits, Daquits, sure, Daquit, uh, in Burma. Swiss. He was killed by the Swiss in Burma. <laughs> he was killed. Uh, he heard from. The same source that his boy had been married to a Burmese that and that python, there was a, Burmese a daughter only a year old. Uh, Watford had the own had the child brought home and she grew up inside uh, grew up beside Lilia. <laughs> the only thing that they heard of her birth was that her name was Mimi. The two children adored each other, and to this 
day. Strange how they are, how strange how different they are. Lilia, all fair, like an old, like the old Saxon stock from which she is sprung. Mimi showing a trace of her mother's race. Uh. This, okay. Lilia is as gentle as a dove, but Mimi's black eyes glow whenever she is upset. What? She's the only demon. thing that upsets her is when anything happens to injure or threaten or annoy Lilia. Then her eyes glow, as do the uh, the eyes of a bird when her young are menaced. Are they saying oh. that foreign people are 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 animals here? The, the, well, this is referencing like the. the uh... The lineage that they were referencing in the previous chapter of oh the people from Castorregis they're weird they're of this weird racial stock and they have dark eyes and blah 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 so they're just they're establishing okay. that it's still fucking bullshit mm-hmm. but that's what's so, happening here so is this going to be a story about uh, race this is Lovecraft's wet dream this is exploring yeah this is exploring race and the weird superstitions surrounding it. By exploring and, race, meaning like trying to further cement how superior Anglo-Saxons are apparently to everyone. Yes. yes. God and fucking damn it. Ew. Next chapter, which we're not going to read this session, is The White Worm. We're finally five. at The White Worm! And I'm sure nothing's going to fucking happen in that one either. No. But uh, sorry about that. Uh, after a little bit, I did finally mute my microphone to bang my head against it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of blanked out for most of that paragraph. Because you're probably um, better off. You're, it was not nothing of remote interest happening. So I'm learned. still trying to piece out what he's saying about about this this Mimi showing a trace of her everything, mother's race. Everything after the old man is Michael Watford, one of the tenants, Mr. Caswell, just becomes white noise. And white kind of, work like, noise. I, I, I kind of just like went into a fugue state at that point. Just Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I went into fugue states when you were reading, but I was reading this one. That's how this happens. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go, everybody. There's well, chapters three and four. We did it. We managed it somehow. Um, Somehow this one's a bit more of a, huh. I think Lady the last Air, time Lady Arabella is probably the most exciting thing to have happened in the chapter. Yeah, and they keep yeah. glancing Definitely. over her, and it's really pissing me off. Yeah, when clearly we already know she's the main villain. Yeah, although she's I think I support woman. her more than anyone else. Just got there, point. but also other people. Yeah, I literally do not kill care about anyone else, and I'm worried oh, about yeah. Mimi. So I mean, like we've been introduced at this point to like thirty fucking people. I don't know who any of them are, except for Lady Arabella. A lot of them are going to pass out of importance, but it's going to be Adam, his uncle, probably Sir Nathaniel, Lady Arabella, maybe Mr. Caswell. Other than that, you can pretty much forget everybody else. Well, Mimi, Mimi's a love interest, so of course she's going to be involved. Uh, Potentially. Until she's not. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're all being very negative right now. <laughs> but Plus sides. I need you to be positive, positive about this this particular poss- possibly very racist story. Possibly, no, it is. It's confirmed. Got a pretty good cocktail out of it already. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, no, we need to discuss this outside because people aren't allowed to know this ahead of time. No, I mean, I mean, just this this first one. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We did. Oh, yeah, we, we, cast we, got, we got we got a plus plus sides of what we've read so far. I've enjoyed um, my donkey. Is we got the Castor the Castor Regis, uh, bougie G and T. Yep. Um, 
many more many more good cocktails to come yes um i think whatever we drink next needs to be uh uh very very alcoholic and supremely easily drinkable yeah um, and and on the rocks so yep. i can just get fucking plastered uh-huh um i have some ideas but we'll we'll, we'll get into that uh off 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 uh off recording but um aside from that um it's 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 fun reading this with you guys it's oh, very that's fun mostly the positive part you. yeah <laughs> everyone's I, reactions are what i live for at this point with this I'll, I'll echo i'll echo what we've already said lady arabella's been introduced and that is the one saving grace so far of this story mm-hmm. is okay there's a snake lady let's see where this goes because mm-hmm. beyond that dear god i don't care i really don't the accents are fun that we're we're doing though yeah i do at least for me yeah but we're inserting those (laughs) yeah sure we're we're trying to make it fun we want to make it fun we we just enjoy each other's company yeah yes we're here enjoying each other's company absolute and this is a story we can absolutely tear apart now we're even more justified because it's got racist bullshit in it so i love it i love that we can tear something apart like this now we can be visceral so in this one and only instance Racism is good. <laughs> no. Racism oh, is entertaining. No. no. <laughs> hey, everyone. I see what you're doing there, and I appreciate it. But I, I don't think that anybody else is going to ever agree with that. It's definitely uncomfortable. So, it's absolutely hey, uncomfortable. hey, gang, before we dig ourselves any deeper into this hole, but it has a mongoose in it. Um, we should probably just mention uh, that, hey, thanks for listening. If you're still enjoying this nonsense series with us, please let us know. Uh, you can, if you want to submit stories for us to read in the future, and I promise we'll be a lot kinder to them than uh, we will be with this story. You can email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. Next, have- next episode is probably not going to be this. We should probably tell everyone. Right. Yeah. Need a yeah. Break. Well, I was going to say the next episode is probably going to be me and Kayla and Eli and Kylie talking about the end results of our cryptid creature writing challenge. Oh, A few few commenters were quick to point out that we don't want to burn ourselves out on this. Yeah. Yeah. That That has the potential to happen. So we might might, want to give ourselves a little space. By the way, chapter seven is Oolonga. Yeah, I looked Oolonga. ahead. There's a few chapters that have Oolonga. Now we know what that means. Because oh, we we'll look into we it did before we, we got to that paragraph. It's is he gonna be I just have this terrible feeling he's gonna be like the the Al has read of this. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll we'll probably. look ahead at time and I don't know what you're talking about. That chapter just says Chad to me. <laughs> Chad. Car- Carl, sorry, Carl. Carl. I decided on Carl earlier. Yeah, we chapter oh, seven, Carl. Good old Carl. Um, that said, uh, keep it keep an ear out. We've got some new things coming this month that should be fun. Uh, we'll have the release of a midnight snack as well as the uh, next episode of Midnight Marinara, which will release on the thirtieth, marking Midnight Marinara's eight year anniversary as a podcast. Mm. Um, I hope you're all prepared for that. Uh, we're whatever what we are reading will be uh, something that will be familiar, but. Um, with a little bit of a twist to it should be good um that said thank you for listening thank you all for being here with us tonight um i mean everybody here in the recording right now in the call 
Uh, you're all great. I love you. I'm very tired. I should go to bed. Yeah. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.